Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, February 20th, up at Laurel Park is where we're headed. Don Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, as they have a couple of graded stakes races for sprinters on the card. Three seven furlong races uh, make up the first three legs of their late pick four that we're going to take a look at. Uh, and then they finish up with a maiden six furlong race. So, Jim, let's jump in and start with the sixth race. Three-year-old fillies going seven furlongs in the wide country stakes. And Street Loot's going to be a big favorite in here. Is that one you can try to beat? I don't think so. I think we don't do much Laurel, and I wanted to do that because they had a couple of graded stakes on here, and uh, they put off the General George from last week when they had bad weather. So I thought it was the best card in the country uh, on Saturday. So, But the first leg of the pick four, uh, all kinds of handicapping angles that I use point to one horse, and that's Street Loot to five. Uh, she has the most victories in the field by far. She has six wins, and only Miss Leslie has three wins. She's six out of seven lifetimes. She's on a four-race winning streak. Uh, she's four out of five at Laurel, and she has the top at least two buyers uh, in the in the field at 82.75. Now, uh, Little Huntress, who I give a shot to just because She's so lightly raced, uh, has the 75 as well, and went off at 1-5 to five last time out. But uh, I just think Street Loot is, is what you build your your ticket on here. And I uh, had somebody, on, a friend of mine on Twitter said, if this so-and-so horse doesn't win on Saturday, I'm through betting horses. I'm not going to say that, but I think Street Loot is the, is the smartest bet of the day at Laurel. Uh, Fraudulent Charge, uh, another horse that uh, – probably had some upside, ran behind Street Blues last time out, only got beat a nose, uh, and if, if she runs that back, she's right there, obviously. Only two lifetime starts. She won her maiden by six and a quarter. It comes back in a stakes race and almost wins that. So fraudulent charge and Little Huntress are the other horses I give a chance to, but Street Blues going to be my single. Yeah, I took a shot with Little Huntress to, to get the upset here. The second start was a 14-length win at seven furlongs, and these are strong connections on that circuit. Uh, Brittany Russell, the trainer, Sheldon Russell, the uh, rider. And, and just in case this horse has, has jumped up and really improved, that was off a little bit of a break. Um, I thought I'd take a shot there, but uh, Street Loot is, is obviously the one to beat. Big experience edge and uh, has run well. Uh, and so um, you know, I could uh, understand anybody that would single her, but I'm going to try a little Huntress. And I'm gonna when we get to the pick four, I'm gonna throw in one more uh, salt plage, P L A G E, the two horse. Uh, this is Linda Rice, a horse two for two, uh, ran uh, much improved in the second start, even though both have been wins, and coming off the park circuit. And I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, sometimes those speed figures can uh, uh, stack up, you know, fine when they move to another circuit and, and improve. And so I think it must be a hard hard one to make numbers for. But uh, just on Respect for Linda Rice, I'm going to throw that one in when we get to the pick four. But I'm going to take a little Huntress as a possible upsetter over Street Loot. Seventh race is the grade three Barbara Fritchie, four-year-old and up fillies and mares going seven furlongs. And I thought this might set up well for club car and get a little bit of a price here. seems like there's a lot of speed in this race. And um, she's, I think, better at seven furlongs than six, which is what she's been running the last two times. Ben Colebrook, sharp trainer, horses run on this Kentucky circuit and kept good company. And I just think uh, she's going to get a nice setup for her late run. And she likes seven furlongs. And for the price, I'm going to take a shot there. Uh, Hello Beautiful's won three in a row and a seven for seven at Laurel. I think she's probably the one to beat. 
Uh, Sharp Star I'm going to use off that uh, 101 buyer, three starts back, something close to that would be hard to beat here. And then just because of the pace set up, I'm going to throw in Hibiscus uh, Peach, the six, just to to get a good uh, pace set up uh, for her. But Club Car is my pick in the Barbara Fritchie. How about you? I'm going with Hello Beautiful. I think there is a lot of speed here. And don't let Sweet fool you. It looks like uh, the speed of the speed with five straight wire-to-wire wins uh, and has beaten a couple of these, beaten Tabiscus Punch and uh, beat uh, Need Supervision. Hello Beautiful comes in uh, seven for seven at Laurel. So, uh, again, you, you mentioned his connections in the first race at Laurel. Brittany Russell is a 29% trainer. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously jockey trainer com- combo is 37%, so it's hard to go against them. I'm going to go with Hello Beautiful here, but I'm also going to use Don't Let Sweet Fool You just in case. Uh, she does get an easy lead for Lacey Godette. Uh, Gabby will be jumping up and down if she does with a stakes win here. And then Sharp Star is the other one that I would use, just the obvious class uh, coming out of Black Eyed Susan and then some allowance and, and graded stakes races at Aqueduct that were very good. So, um, those three are going to do my pick forward here, but Hello Beautiful, the eight horse is my pick. Let's go to the eighth race, the grade three General George. Four-year-olds and up, seven furlongs for this one as well. I thought there was uh, maybe a shot. You might catch a price in here. I thought this was a, a well-matched group, and uh, uh, there were a couple of interesting price plays in here. Where did you land? Yeah, I thought this was the best betting race, uh, just evenly balanced. Uh, went four deep here in the uh, with the... Uh, one, two, four, and six. Share the Ride is an interesting horse that keeps going back and forth from one trainer to the next. I guess they just, I don't, maybe if they've got issues with these two. I'm not familiar with the, with the, uh, circuit up there, but Penaloza and, um, Aragia just swap it back and forth. Horse has been very consistent. Three 100 buyers in, in the past. So I'm going to go with Share the Ride here. Also going to use Lockie, eight for 21 at Laurel. Funny guy uh, for John Terranova. And I'm also going to use the uh, four-horse Majestic Dunhill uh, coming in from Gulfstream and Aqueduct for George Weaver, who's always uh, got his horses ready, uh, runs back to that bold ruler seven-furlong win at, uh, at Belmont a few weeks back. Uh, going to be tough to handle. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with Share the Ride, the six-horse, as my pick here. Yeah, I like Majestic Dunhill, that one you mentioned. Uh, There were a couple of races that if he runs back to the race on Halloween or the one on September 25th, the buyers in those races uh, stack up really well. Um, He races most of the time at seven furlongs, so he's a good record at the distance. Uh, I think he uh, gets an opportunity here to have a a nice pace set up. Only was beaten a length uh, when the runner-up in this race last year. So uh, he is coming back trying to get the money in the General George this time, and I think he, he gets a nice setup here, and uh, uh, George Weaver had a, a good 2020, and um, I think this is a good, a good spot for this horse to, uh, on his best day, I think he's certainly good enough to win this. Uh, there's another price horse that I thought was a little intriguing, the three Lebda. Uh, horses uh, coming off uh, back-to-back uh, best buyers, and the last one I think was a 93, and just seems to be in really good form. And uh, I think it's you know a, a bigger ask here, moving up in class. So that's why you get the, a little better price. But just a horse that seems to be in lifetime best form. I'm going to throw that one in. Uh, share the ride, I like. Uh, and then Funny Guy, 
the two races up at New York last year, one at Saratoga, one at Belmont, those were races in really good company, and uh, he uh, held up very well. So something close to that form uh, would make him awfully tough to beat in here. So I think one of those four gets the money, but I'm going to give a slight edge to Majestic Dunhill. So, Jim, let's go to the pick four because the last race is a maiden race, three-year-olds going six furlongs, not a lot of form to go on there. So just take me through your pick four ticket and then uh, who you're finishing up with in that last leg. All right, pick four ticket starts with Street Loot, the single, the five-horse, and the first leg. And then in the uh, the second leg, the Barbara Fritchie, I'm using one three eight for Sharp Star, Don't Let Sweet Fool You, and my pick is so beautiful, the eight. Four deep in the General George with Lockie the one, uh, Buddy Guy the two, Majestic John Hill the four, and Share the Ride the six. And I'm going to file a protest against the racing secretary at Laurel Park for this last race. One of the things that you do when you have a pick four or pick five, you never put the maiden special weight with a bunch of first-time starters in the middle of the card in the middle of that sequence. And he put it at the last, which is absolutely inexcusable. I don't know the racing secretary at Laurel Park, but uh, Ben Huffman would never do that at Keeneland. You don't have you have to handicap this horse not knowing what the board says. You you should put this horse the first leg. Yeah. Finish up with the three stakes that have been perfect. And I can't even imagine uh, if if I'm the mutuals person, the simulcast person at Laurel Park, I'm in the racing office fighting this guy over this because this is absolutely crazy. So I, that's for all the horse players out there. Having said that, I'm just going to do all. There's only seven horses in there. I got no clue how these first time starters will run. <laughs> And I'm just going to do all. So my ticket is five with one three eight, with one two four six, with all with a protest uh, for a forty two dollar <laughs> ticket. Uh, I am not singling the first leg, so I'm not going to be able to do all for budgetary reasons on the back end. I'm going to go two five seven to start, then one two six eight, then two three four six, and I'm going to use three in the last leg, and it's the the. Three choices on the morning line. I think Flat Cat would be the pick, uh, just dropping out of straight maiden company and showing speed in the only start. And then Hemp and uh, Imagine Hong Kong um, ran in, I think, 40K maiden claimers and, and had decent form. So I'm taking all horses that have uh, raced it, raced once. So one, three, four on the back end makes mine a $72 ticket. It would have been too expensive to take... Uh, all seven of them there, but uh, I think you, your point is very well made. This should have been the sixth race, leading off the pick four instead of the last leg. Good luck wherever you are playing this weekend. And Jim, uh, we should remind our listeners here on the podcast that uh, there is a big card over in uh, overseas in the uh, Saudi Cup, and uh, this starts early, and you can uh, wager through Keeneland Select, right? Yeah, that one gets lost a little bit. Um... I am not 100% certain, as we're taping this, that Keeneland Select is going to offer advanced wagering, but I think we are. I know for a fact that we are going to offer advanced wagering on Friday at Red Mile. So the first race is 8 a.m. on Saturday, and the actual Saudi Cup race goes off around 12.40. And, of course, that's the one Nick's go, Charlatan, really nice field with five or six American horses. Uh, so it's going to be a good betting betting card over there and uh it's uh it's early on saturday but you can get your wagers in on friday if you come to red mile and i believe that you'll be able to check keeneland select and i believe we will have that advanced wagering on friday on on the uh, app as well so best of luck whether you're playing 
early or late or both on Saturday. And we'll be back next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.